Do, do, do. We have been live streamed. Mm. As usual, just give it a few moments to catch up. There we go, we are live. Let's get this shared. Tag you in it as well. There we go. No. Come on. Stop fucking about. There we go. That's the one. <laughs> there we I'll jump in there. Evening, Willie. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Season three, episode nine, I think. Um, we have Mr. Dominic Negus. He's uh, agreed to jump on at the last minute as my planned guest has come down rather ill. So, um, yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, how are you? Yeah. Mate, not a problem, mate. Not a problem. It's nice to nice to see you. Nice to talk to you. It's been a while. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, I think. Just when, was, when was it? Just the COVID thing. Wasn't it? Years ago, when we did the uh, X Bad Lad podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we got some good. Yeah. Uh, we got some good ratings yeah, with that. So... Thing. Yeah, we did. Well, we'll. we'll... I've been wanting to get it set up again, and you know, I know you've been busy, and you know, life gets in the way, doesn't it? But um, yeah, I mean, it's been a bit. Life's been a bit hectic lately. I mean, been in like like you said earlier, it's all been full of ups and downs, ain't it? Like not so good, and you know, and just about average, ain't it? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, uh, last year we had a bit of a bad one. We lost Mark, didn't we, Mark Potter, and. Uh, it was quite a, you know, yeah. a lot of us are still trying to get over that, to be honest with you. I mean, it's hit me probably harder than losing my own mum, you know, and it's, uh, you know, it's a bit hard even talking about it, to be honest with you. I mean, it's like Mark was one of my, you know, we went back, I know Mark since I was a kid, and and once that horrible disease got, you know, got hold of him, there wasn't a lot we could do about it in the end. But I mean, yeah, but, you know. Just trying to keep going, up, we keep smiling. That's what Mark would have wanted us to do, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? So we just got to keep playing yeah. forward, don't we? But um, <clears throat> yeah, well, oh, sorry, I'm just I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do a lot of work for charity. We're we're doing a. Um, I'm helping out with a charity called Wickers. You know, it's like one of the anti-stabbing things. Um, a friend of mine, Henry Smith, his daughter's running it. Brogan. Yeah. We're running it with Victor Smith. He's got the Fight Academy in uh, Epping. And obviously we're we're uh, with Sparta. So we're just, you know, we, I think that's in May they're actually fighting. They had a big show last year. It was, it was such a good good success. So we're going back at it again. We've got, you know, there'll be a couple of teams. We're going to eventually split the teams up. Vic will have his team. I'll have my team. And they're, and they're fighting in the middle kind of thing. So that's... Uh, that's going to be an interesting thing. So I'm looking like looking forward to getting my teeth into that a little bit. Um, you know, we've got a uh, new book in the pipeline called, uh, and it's going to be called "What About Me." 
it's uh, something me and my friend's wife and my mate Barry, his wife Karen uh, Sanders, we, you know, it's all basically uh, people get a chance to tell their stories about me. It's not really anything to do with me. It's just I've, I've done a little chapter and then there's about 60 different people telling stories about me. So that's going to be quite interesting. So, because I don't know what anybody's written yet. So, <laughs> oh. well, you know, could be interesting that one. It's always, it's always interesting to find out what people think about you. But well, it's yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get the other sides of the stories as well, don't you? Because we, I, I think we can see, like, you know, we have our own truths and we see the stories how we see them, and then other people might not see it like that. And it's. it's... <laughs> No, no, you're 100% right there. I mean, so, I mean, also, I've had a little bit of feedback, which is, uh, you know, quite interesting. I mean, it's, and I've said to anybody that's done a story, you can, you can say what you like, good, bad, wrong or right, you know, and it's a chance for people to tell, you know, you, Jack, you know me, you know me a lot better than some people do. And that's the thing, not a lot of people really know me. And so perhaps gives them a chance to further people to tell their side, you know, how they know me and what they think of me. And, you know, again, it's going to be interesting. So it's perhaps, it, <laughs> I don't know, perhaps it just tells me I just mess everything up a little bit. Well, uh, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily where you mess things up, is it? It's just, it, it, it tells... A, a, a truth about who who you are and who you were and who you know how we become different and how our stories change as we get older and as we meet different people and you know it it, it changes at each chapter. It's a yeah. chapter. It's not it's not the end thing, is it? You know. But well, no, as, you, as you're saying, it's like how we kind of uh, evolve, isn't it? We, I think either we evolve or we get left behind, aren't we? And me being quite prehistoric. You know, I mean, you know, with my, uh, you know, look, that's why I've got hands like this. You know, what I mean, it's like I'm very, I'm, you know, again, very hands-on kind of guy. But you realise that if you don't evolve, you get left behind. You know, and I started to realise that even even silly things like with technology now, and you know, my my daughter. Have I mentioned I've got a daughter? <laughs> Not much, <laughs> mate. <laughs> No, but like she, she's great. I mean, she, she does all my stuff for me, really. But it's even silly things like trying to book aeroplane flights and stuff like that. Booking an hotel is all you've got to, you've got to know what you're doing now, otherwise you get left behind, don't you? So, you know, I don't know, just life's, you know, as you say, life's a bit funny. Uh, I started to get involved a little bit with a fella called Adam Hillaby. He's a uh, life coach. <clears throat> And we're trying to put out there, you know, all this kind of, it's all right not to be all right kind of thing. And we, we're hoping to do some work, you know, like with life coaching where I get there and try and tell my my story. Because <clears throat> my story is not so much, well, it's not even finished yet, is it? We're still halfway there kind of thing. But it's like trying to tell people that, that we all make mistakes and we've just got to keep going, like, carrying on, don't we? We've just got to keep ploughing forward. Even though sometimes you don't want to, it's what we've got to do, you know? It's like, you know, I don't know about you, but for ages now, I just struggle with everything. Just, you know, get up in the morning, you go to work, you know what I mean? You come home, you get up in the morning, you go to work, you come home. And it's, and it's like funny where, where you try and listen to people's kind of opinions, 
And then you realise that's their opinion. It's not my opinion, it's their opinion. And sometimes people don't hear opinions, do they? You know? Exactly, you know. Opinions are like assholes. everybody's got one, but you don't necessarily want to fucking see them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh... I like that one, mate, I like that one. Yeah, no, but you're right, you're right. It is, um, yeah, no, I like the way you put that. It's very true. And it's, I just think, you know, amount of people I was simply talking to lately that are just struggling with, you know, the saying so. I mean, you know, I don't know what we're supposed to be talking about tonight, but like paying bills, everything's gone up, electric bills are trebled, uh, food bills. You know, I've got people that, you know, close to me, and they, they, you know, you hear their stories and they're, they're struggling. They're struggling just to survive. And, it, and, it's, and it's just got harder and harder out there. And it's, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be too depressing. I mean, this is, you know, you know, I'm not normally not, I'm not quite light-hearted and, you know, but just lately, I mean, it's quite, it's quite, like, hit home quite a bit. It's like, bloody hell, it's like, you know, you know, Bella's turned 18 now and she's out driving, you know, just paying the insurance and the car's a fortune. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, she does her a bit. But you think, bloody hell, it's like, you know, you're just, you're just working to survive now, aren't you? And it's, you know, it's just, you know I, don't, I can't see it getting much better at the moment either. You know, I think it's probably going to get worse. Well, do you know what? I mean, I think it's hard to be a a, a, a guy at the minute. You know, <laughs> you've, got, you've got all the toxicity that's gone on with people like Andrew Tate and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, who, who, who speak, you know, 75% of the stuff uh, that he says is right, but then he goes like, well, you know, how do we do that? Cam girls, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's yeah, like, oh, it's just so hard, mate. It's so hard being a bloke at the minute, trying to get through the world. I, I've spoken to people who have been suicidal. We've lost people over the last year to suicide. Yeah. yeah. Um, Men's mental health is, is is down, and it's just it's, it's so difficult. I mean, you know me; I don't talk about nice things a lot. No, not really. you know, I, I, I'm you know I talk about the depressing things that other people don't want to talk about. But you know, we we, we need to find a something for the men out there. We need to find a something that is just going to help us mentally. Um, because mean i think it's fine as men as i said one of the things i've said to said before i think as men you know i've i've learned now it's good to talk i really get it but i just think you've got to find the right people to talk to because as a man and as yourself i feel sometimes you you talk to the wrong people it makes you feel very vulnerable do you know what i'm saying so it's always you know that's what we're trying to get well, i mean they said it we're trying to put out there like you know we're like you know men's kind of workforce then they need to sit down and still like have some sort of, you know, perhaps not counselling, but have like meeting rooms where you can all just sit down and, and basically get it off your chest. Because the amount of shit yeah. that I, I want to talk about, it's like I seem to struggle every morning. I wake up and it'll be like, here we go again. I'll get into the car, I'll go to work. And nine times out of ten, I'll, and I'll be, I'll, you know, if we've got, it's about being honest, so you end up, end up delaying tears in the way to work, just going, you know, what's happened? Why is life like this? And I said before, if my dad was alive now, I'd be going, Dad, why didn't you tell me life was going to be like this? Because what he's got has become fucking hard. It's become hard. You know, you're trying, it ain't physical, it's just, 
there's always things to be, as you say, you go to work, you pay your bills, and then there'll be another bill, or you got you pay your tax, or you got to pay this, or you got to pay that, you got to pay your rent. And it's like, for Christ's sake, give me a break. And it's like, it ain't always money either, is it? It's, you know, you've just got to think about your health, uh, stuff like that. But it's like, you know, I mean, I don't know about, I, I could tell you the last time, I mean, I, I went to Whitley last week, it's my mum's anniversary, it's like 11 years since my mum's gone. So me and Bella went out there for a few days. And it was so nice to see my family. But apart from that, I couldn't tell you, you know, really, I mean, like me, like we do the weekend, I'm doing this. I, I don't don't care what I'm doing the weekend because everything seems to roll on from one week to the next. There's there's nothing there anymore that I, you know, oh, I'm so looking forward to do that. I'm so looking forward to do that. And it ain't really like that anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like everything's become so hard now. You know, look at, you know, you know, we're going to get deep or whatever. Look at like the war that's going on out there, you know, and the people are going, uh, well, you should consider yourself lucky. Well, of course I do. I mean, but then also it's like when, when my head goes, when my head goes a bit wonky, I don't really care what else, what problems other people have got going on. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like I don't care. And that's that's why this, I mean, this new book that we got, you know, doing it, and it's gonna be called What About Me? And it is, it's you know, I think what we need to do sometimes is stop looking and trying to help other people out and focus on ourselves. You know, because I think we, as men, we need to, you know, we need this kind of healing kind of thing. But then I sit back and I think, well, what am I trying to heal myself from? But, exactly. you know, I don't know, perhaps it's just me. You know, a lot of people go to me, um, you know, you, you can't keep living your future, you know, like the future in your past. But I don't, but it's, what I tend to find out is I don't live my part like in my future, but other people live their lives in my past. Mm. Saying it'd be, I might not see someone. Oh, do you remember when this happened? Do you remember when that happened? And I'm like, I don't really want to remember that. But you can't help it when people throw it back at you. And it's, and it's. I think they say we just got to get on with things, ain't you? Well, I mean, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm still fighting battles from thirty years ago. <laughs> arguments from thirty years ago in the head, thinking, oh, you know, I, I should have clocked him or I, I should have. Yeah. On this, I should have done that. I should have said this. That's how I could have. And you, you know, I try not to live in the past anymore. But there's, there's still obviously some deep trauma there, uh, and it's difficult when you when you've got trauma. It's, it's difficult to um, sort of express yourself, especially around people that you, well, you don't necessarily know too also, much. Yeah, but people that don't understand what you've been through. Listen, we've all had lives. You know, we've all had. It's like you know. You, you might work with different people <clears throat> and they might be good at one thing and you might be good at something else. But unless they've lived that, you know, we could you say trauma, you know, unless you've been brought up around the kind of the violence and stuff like that that we have, then you're never going to understand it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's don't get me wrong. And most of the majority of the stuff was my doing anyway. But I can really, you know, I can I really get it now. When, when I try and talk to people that have live like a kind of <clears throat> clean life, which they're very lucky. And I'm going, not that I'd say, well, you don't understand because it's not even worth me trying to tell them because they won't get it. They don't get it. You'll see it's like, you could say, and I've said it to a couple of people, <clears throat> you know, I've, I've, lived, I've led a mad old life, but some people wouldn't even be interested in my life. 
because it's all ain't for me. I'm quite happy doing this and doing that. You know, it's just the kind of <laughs> the life we got pulled into. Do you know what I'm saying? And I know. Like, yeah, and it's like, yeah, okay. You know, do I regret anything? Well, not really, because I wouldn't be where I am today. But I just, I wish I could handle things better. You know, I really struggle with things. And people look at me and go, oh, we don't care. But, we, you know, I don't know what's going on inside my head. You know, and it, and it ain't, it's like a bit like a roller coaster. Do you know what I'm saying? We're up and down every day, up and down every day. And sometimes we just want a little bit of normality, do you know what I'm saying? We're just running, running nice and smooth for a little bit. But, you know, but again, just some people wouldn't even get it, would they? No, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, it's like, I think we're in a time now where men need to show vulnerability, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm okay at showing certain amounts of vulnerability when I do these and when I do podcasts, and when I speak to people like you. Uh, and it's okay speaking about vulnerability and it's okay speaking about being vulnerable, but um, there are times when you just, when you, you, you sort of lock up. I don't take offence at much, not anymore, I used to, but I took offence at a shit joke uh, a few weeks ago. Um, uh, and it was just about one of my books and some, somebody said something about um, how, how much is it? And I said, uh, what are the free book? Um, you know, uh, and it's like, well, you can have it for $9.95 and it's like, $9.95? What's in it? You know what I mean? Uh, that was a shit joke and I, I, I know the guy that did it and it was, it was a really crap joke. He meant it as a crap joke. Yeah. He didn't go thin, but I went off on one. Yeah. I absolutely went off on one. Um, and I went off in a, 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 a private group and just because it, it upset me. Um, we need to learn that it's okay to get upset. I think the fact that I got upset upset me more. Yeah, no. you know what I mean? Then you wind yourself up even more. And it's like, he upset me, but I got upset about that. How dare you get upset about that? And it's. Yeah. No, I, 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 I totally get it. But it's just, again, it's just hard. It seems to me, you know, I'm, I'm like 50 odd years old, old now and I'm still so angry. You know, my friend always takes a mic out and Dom, you're getting angry again. I don't mean to be, but I think, bloody hell, is that, am I then? Am I that angry? You know, I mean, you know, perhaps you probably mean I'm just too sensitive where, you know, things set you off, don't they? And, it, and, it, and it's just, it is how it is, isn't it? It's like really weird. I don't mean to be angry, you know, but that's all I've ever known, you know what I mean? I've always been, you know, aggressive and things like that. And, you know, they say you get older, you're supposed to calm down. But no, it's not really worked out that way for me, I'm afraid. But then it was like, I've been to other people before and they're saying, you know, I've been on my own for a while now, for a few years now. And it's like, when they say to you, well, you know, when you meet someone, they want you to have all your shit together. You've got every shit together and think, oh, but, you know, well, I haven't. So I'm fucking, ain't I? Because I've got both. You know what I need? I need someone that's willing to stand next to me and go, we're, we're going to go into battle. You know, I know it's everything's about battle, but, you know, everyone, you know, I just want someone that's going to say, come on, Don, we can do this. And do you know what? I miss someone that put, they put their arm around me and go, do you know what, Dom? It's going to be all right. That's couldn't tell you the last time I had that because I'm forever fighting the battles on my own. Do you know, not even just being at home. Like, I mean, you know, I live in a lovely place here, but I live, you know, and it's just, on my, and then this fella comes around, 
I'm on my own. And it's just, and it, I think sometimes what we do, I mean, I was having a discussion with a fella today, what's not good is spending too much time on your own because that's when you have too much time to think. And that's my biggest problem. I think about everything. Oh, I don't know. I could have something so silly like that, but in half an hour, it's like a great big tree and I can't get out of my head. And I'll start, you know, the old anxiety starts kicking in and then I can't think straight. And I'm, I'm thinking things back from like, as you said, like 20 years ago, this is happening, that's happening. I'm going, damn, just, you got to calm down, mate. This is, you know, it's silliness, you know, and it's, you know, I'm fed up, you know, where you got people, you know, I'm just people I've seen, <clears throat> they haven't seen for so long, that I know, all I ever do is say sorry to them. Do you know how many people I've seen? Oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Then I think, hold on, what am I really saying sorry for? You know, we're all in that arena back then, and just, I used to do things that other people didn't do, you know, and that, that was... And that was it, I'm afraid, so, well, you know. You know what it is. You're a big guy. You're known as a big guy. You're known as a sort of an ex-violent guy. You're known for not necessarily who you are as a person, but for some of the things that you did. I know what that's like. And, you know, I had a... You know, the mates that I used, used to hang about when I was younger, my best mate was six foot four, 25 stone built like a shed. Um, you know, another mate, six foot nine, 28 stone built like a shed. Um, me, six foot one, built like a house. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but the people just walk, hang on, he's big. And it's, it's, it's those little comments. And I get that. I used to get it. Oh, he's skinny. <laughs> Look at his teeth. You look like a crackhead. You look like a smacker. I get it. I get it. And it, it, it feeds this. I don't know. It's like I mean, makes my, you know, I have a white wobble up sometimes. And I'm thinking, you know, well, I tend not to get the, um, you know, I tend not to obviously be nowhere, nowhere near as bad as I ever was. But I still would defend myself if I have to. There's no problem about that. But then it's like, I just realised now where reaction comes a reaction. I also knew, like, years back, you know, drinking was no good for me. Obviously, drugs were no good for me. I mean, I haven't had a drink for over three years now. You know, and obviously, I don't touch drugs anyway. Well, not, I didn't. I mean, of course, I, you know, loved a bit, you know. But I went like cocaine and stuff like that. It's not really a, a go-go for me anymore. <clears throat> but it's like so I've tried to clean my act up as much as I can but some you know I've been to meetings and stuff like that and I do okay now so I'm, I'm Dominic Negus I'm an addict and I'm fucked and it is in front of oh, like that and I'm, you know I'll try and try and get things off my chest but then it's like you know all it is is like I feel like I've <laughs> done my dirty laundry and I'm going home again do you know what I'm saying it's like you know, because, and I said, you know, keep saying, you know, I said that this new book is called What About Me? Because that's how I feel a little bit at the moment. Now, what about me? Is it my turn now? Is it my turn for these people to look after me after I've looked after them for these years? You know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I look at, you know, I get phone calls still, people asking me about this, people ask, and do you know what it is? The, not the, it's not hard, but what I find it's just not to, it's just easier not to answer them. 
And then they get the message now, do you know what I'm saying? Because as, as I think we all learned, there ain't no free lunches, do you know what I'm saying? And there's always a price to pay. And what I found, it was always me paying the price. So, and that's, you know, that's the old thing, ain't it? So, you know, I know life, you know, life's what we make it, but, you know, I said, I've had this job. I work at a hostel. I've been over three years now. And it's, it's very therapeutic, but it's very draining. It's very draining. You know, you're talking to people that are so, um, we're going to say selfish, but they're going to, they're only worried about themselves. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's the bit that, you know, you try and help certain people and they will, they will lie to your face. And you think, oh, well, okay, we give them the benefit of the doubt. And when you realise it's a lie, you think, well, I knew that was going to happen. Do you know? And you end up kicking yourself because, oh, you idiot, you know, you idiot. You know, but it is what it is, ain't it? And we've just got to kind of, you know, just carry on. Yeah, yes. I try to, you know me, I'm a man of faith, and I, I try to love people as much as I can. And I try to help people as much as I can, but there's a time when you have to start saying no. And, and there's a yeah. time when you have to start looking at you, you know. Um, I've helped people launch their podcasts, and, I, you know, I've, 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 I've gone on with people's podcasts, and, and it's great. Um, but like you're saying, it's, it's what about me? Yeah, what about you know, I've fought for three years to keep this going. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And I have one guy that pays um, twenty quid a month, so I can so I can pay for my Zoom bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going, and that, that's how, how he, him, and his partner are loving me. Um, yeah, well, I've got like, a But yeah, but look, you were saying the other day, I felt you know, I felt you were like, you felt like you kind of had enough a little bit, but I felt like. But at least with your podcast, your, you know, your podcast is very um, to the point. You take no prisoners. If you want, you know, don't get me wrong, it's good. You know, we all need a bit of sense of humour. I mean, I'm very lucky. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, well, I wouldn't say he's my friend, but I met that Dapper Laughs. I'm paired close with uh, <clears throat> Ted Simmons, does his tough talk kind of thing, not tough talk, was it? Uh, uh, real talk. And so you get a bit of both with them. But with yours, yours is just like bang, in your face. And some people like them, don't get me wrong, <laughs> that's why I like talking to you because we just, you know, it's just tell how it is. And it's, you know, but some people, I think they need that kind of bit of hilarity. You know, they want to laugh about it. I mean, so the way I think you, you and me the same. But this is, when we talk, this is quite, gets quite nitty gritty, do you know what I'm saying? And and I know that's what I'm saying. Nothing was it saying the Bible, the truth will set you free. And you know, and that's what we need sometimes. You can sit here and we can all bullshit each other. Oh, blah blah blah. But sometimes we all do need to hear the truth. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, I when I started this journey back in when was it 2020? Was it 2020? 2021. Um yeah, 2020, I think, yeah. Yeah, 2020. Right. When I when I started this. It was all about me not having a voice, but knowing that there were people out there that didn't have a voice too, so wanting to give other people a voice. Uh, the books that I write, there's very little comedy in there. Um, no. The projects I work on, there's you know, there's tinges of sense of humour, but it's, it's mainly you know serious. 
I'm not the type of guy that um, I'm not in it for the sensationalism. And there are people out there that are, and that's great, you know, um, in it for the headlines. And that's that's brilliant on what they do. And they pay pay for the guests and they, you know, they have good equipment and they do what they can and they get a lot. You know, I've got 135 um, followers on YouTube. You know, I'm at 1.9K on Facebook. So I'm by no means that one of the best listened to, but the feedback that I do get from people, you know, people like you is that, yeah, but one you thing know, about it's real. You obviously you you talk about things that you know, and me and Coop, we we tend to all shy away a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like you you know, but with you, you're like you're quite point blank. Do you know what I mean? You've got something to say, you're gonna say it. And that's why I think well, don't you me, that's why you've got my respect. And I'm not just you know, the amount of people are gonna come on your podcast and blow smoke out your ass because they're on your podcast. Unless you're off hmm. you're like I'll tell you loads of shit, and that's how it is, isn't it? You know, and it's, <coughs> you know, I just think we just, I don't know, we just, we're old school, you know, and it's, yeah. it's, it's good to get things. And as, as we know, and listen, my dad was, he would have been 103 this year. So he's 50 wow. when he had me. Yeah, he, would have, he was 50 when he had me. But he, he, none of that stuff, you know what I mean? He didn't, none of that, you know, none of that crying like He'd be pushed up together, boy, what's the matter with you? You know, it's just, how they were brought up. And as life got more complicated and just their life's changed, it's become harder. And, you know, as you said, sometimes if you're lucky enough to have your partner, that you're willing to go that side and not feel vulnerable and not feel like they're going to throw it back at you, then you're, you're a lucky man. It's like, you know, <clears throat> this mental health stuff at the moment has gone, you know, it's gone mental, ain't it? You know, if every things mental health. Don't get me wrong, I think a lot of people use it, you know, try and get themselves out of trouble or whatever. But there's generally people, and I'm, and I'm just saying, including myself, they are thinking we all do we all need help. Well not so self, but we all need something to go, do you know, I get said it before us, come on, it's gonna be all right. Because I know that's all I need sometimes. You know, for what I would give to try to put their arms around me go, Dom, it's gonna be all right, mate. It's gonna be all right. And then you think, here it is. You know, I mean, like on a train in the mornings, <clears throat> I've got a friend of mine called Warren, Warren Barnes. He's a proper god fairy man. And um, I think in life, we all, need, we all need a Warren Barnes. Do you know what I'm saying? We all sit there and it'd be like, you know, I've cried in front of him, I've laughed in front of him. And it's like, you know, we just need someone that's going <clears> to <throat> definitely not tell us we're right when we're wrong, but someone that will help us understand the truth. You know, and just understand why we feel like this sometimes, you know, is, you know, you keep everywhere you go, it seems to be, as I said before, mental health this and mental health that, and it's, and I think it ain't going to get no easier, is it? in fact, it's going to get a lot harder lately, you know, next year or so, you know, we're going to have to, like, pull down the axes and, you know, not, oh, I live an extravagant life at all, but I think, you know, then goes me having me, like, me, I don't know, we chocolate peanuts and stuff, but I have to put them on the back burner soon, you know, because I don't have to pay the electric bills. <laughs> I know, oh, mate. No, I don't know. I don't know, mate. I don't know, mate. You know, I, I live in a quite an affluent town, um, you know, but it's, it's, it's just, it's in your face everywhere. 
when you see it, you know, in the church that I go to, it's quite a middle class church. Um, yeah. Lovely, lovely people. Um, and they're feeling it, and everybody's feeling it. Um, and what you said about God fairy, you know, I, I like to go to church and I like to, I know there are people within my church, within my community that are really struggling, like yeah. mentally, um, with um, mental health, with cancer, um, with um, helping their, their partners battle through it, um, battle through cancer and, 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 you know, people losing their husbands left, right and centre, yeah. vice versa. And just to walk into there and just to get a hug. Um, yeah, that's it. So, um, that's all we need, don't we, sometimes, just to know, just to, for that one moment, feel that you're not on your own. You know, I'm lucky. I'm, I've got my best pal lives next door to me. I've got my other pal, you know, I said before, I'm lucky I, I work for my two best mates, you know, and that's just for years. I won, I don't know, I'm 29 years now, I'm 28. And then I'm, I'm a lucky man, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if I have a problem, I'll go and talk to them. But then sometimes I'm sure they, they get pissed off in me because it's normally the same old bollocks anyway, do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, but some, I, I don't know about you, but I just, I miss feeling happy. I miss feeling happy. It's been a long time. You know, again, you know, obviously all jokes on, we talk about Bella. Yeah, of course I'm happy with Bella. Oh my God, she's the one that keeps me going. But me personally being happy, nah. Couldn't tell you last time I was happy personally. You know, <laughs> I'll get up, I'll go to work, get up, go to the gym, you know. You know, so we're trying to get, you know, trying to keep yourself busy. So with a new book, I'm going to do another book with, um, I did the last book, was it, um, um, into the light with Jamie Boyle. So I'm hoping to finish off doing one more with Jamie when we just sit down and be a bit like personal stuff, like just one-to-one. -one. You know, I mean, you know, this thing with me and Karen, it just come up, we were talking one day, I thought I'd like to do this, and it's at night, and she jumped on it straight away, because oh, I could help you do that. So we got, you know, and it, again, that just kind of takes, you know, the badness away for the day, do you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to have a meeting once a week, get the book together, be out hopefully by June, and it gives me something to focus on. Otherwise, I'll be sitting there scratching my bollocks all day, thinking, you know, what am I going to do now? But, you know, I mean, I said before, it's really weird, because when I've stopped drinking, you know, I used to, I used to drink to stop me thinking, but now when I've stopped, I don't drink anymore, and I still have these mad faults. So then what do I do? Do I... Go back drinking, or have, you know, because either way, it's not stopped me, you know, going through this madness. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just really hard. It is. It's like, you know, even talking tonight, I feel like I'm going around in circles already. I don't know if you, you know, I don't know if you get it. It's just, you know, it's been a while since, and I've, I've spoken to anybody like this. So it feels like I'm trying to get everything off my chest. But, you know, sometimes we need to, uh, <clears throat> We need to dilute things, you know, and it's so not just slowly, slowly, you know, it's not one, well, they call it going like baby steps, baby steps, but sometimes, you know, I just get fed up with it, just get fed up with everything, and it's, but we just, so we just got to keep going, don't we? You know, hopefully I might win that lottery. <laughs> well, you know, I get you, mate, I get you. You know, I've, I've, I've got a loving wife, I've got loving kids, yeah. you know, I, I can be in a church full of people and still feel lonely at times. Yeah, that, that's one of my favourite sayings. I always remember the, the first book. I could be in the middle of the bar 
I know not even joking, but in a bar nightclub, no hundreds of people, so we're the most loneliest person standing there. Because if you know, if you know what's the my lifestyle back then, all them people, they weren't my friends anyway. I know that now. Do you know? No, just you know, it 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 is what it is. It's I mean, I follow this um this American guy on Instagram. <clears throat> he does like a black and white kind of thing, and it'd be going, Hey buddy, you made it. You made it. You made it for another day. And I, and Harry, he goes, we're proud of you, mate. He said, we love you. Keep going. And I'm going, oh, my God. But Harry says it is so true. I mean, I put something up there the other day, <laughs> you know, about being fed up with life. Not that I want to go and do myself any damage or work, not kill myself. But sometimes you just get fed up with life. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm, I spoke to someone the other day. And I'm not going to say, I'm just think, you know. <clears throat> and he said it. He said it to his partner. Sometimes he feels like he don't. He doesn't want to wake up. Not that you want to hurt yourself, but sometimes you just get fed up with life. Do you know? Because it's it's fucking hard, you know. And it's then you imagine what your kids have got coming up. You know. You know. You know. Again, you've got my girl. You've got your kids. I mean, Bella's working now, so she's having a taste of it, and it's like bloody hell. It's like I just want them to have fun. You know, because before, you know, we, we like, it's getting hard out there, even for the kids now, ain't it? It is. It is. You know, I, I see that the difficulties, um, you know, um, my, my step-by goes through, you know, being uh, dyslexic and at college. I see the difficulties that my daughter goes through, um, who, you know, she's, She's a very, very bright girl, and she's going through um, her, uh, her GCSEs. Um, and she's also got problems upon problems upon problems, you know, and she suffers from things like PTSD and things like that. Yeah. And it's just, you know, Matty's 17, she's 15, got a 14-year-old, 12-year-old, yeah. 9-year-old. Um, Don't and just go live on a desert island, though. Just take my way. I mean, I do. I say to Bella, you know, in the cold light of day, in a, you know, the air would have been here, being me, Bella, and her mum. It just didn't work out that way. But it just, I was just wishing, you know, just get me and her mum and Bella and go to Desert Island. You know, they're not probably buried her mum somewhere. You know. But with Bella, I mean, it is. You know, I'm just thinking. You know, she ain't gonna have nothing, no life like mine. I mean, it's my own fault, and you know. But, you know, I'm not, you know, she's such a happy kid. And I'm thinking somewhere along the line, someone's going to upset her, you know. And I've said, and I said, the only time, you know, we've got, you know, obviously we've got a boyfriend, things happening now. And I've just said, Bella, don't listen to what everybody says. I said, you know, when you get your boyfriend, great. There ain't going to be no problem. As long, the only thing I will never have, you'll probably the same as me, no one can put their hands on you. That's the only thing I'll, I'll ever say. I said, Bella, you're going to have to go through the sweet shop now. You're going to have to have a few sweets, spit a few out before you find one that you like. You know, can't be no uh, plainer than what I've been with her <coughs> saying that, um, and I put it out being rude, you do what you want to do when you're ready to do it. You know, not, you know, she's embarrassing talking to your daughter about sex. But I just say that, I said, you know, when you're ready to do something, you do it. Never be false, and that's all I'm going to say. You know, and then the only thing I'll ever say is, the only, you know, you know, 
if anybody puts their hands on you, then that's a different matter. You know, because they're always, people, oh, what's it going to be like when your daughter brings a boyfriend home? I said, as long as she's happy, then I'm happy. That's that's all I want. And that's all I can ask for, ain't it? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> you know, I, I, listen, I'm, I mean, I dare say, but I mean, listen, Bella keeps a lot to herself, you know, so it's like, you know, so, I mean, it's all, I mean, where I normally used to have a Wednesday, then <clears throat> Friday, Saturday, Sunday, now she's left school, she's got a proper job, and if she still works at the weekends, I don't really get to see it now. I mean, we, obviously, I went to Italy the other day, which was great, so we had five days together. And, I, and I've said it to her, I said, listen, Bill, don't ever worry about me. I miss you, but you go and live your life now. You know, you go, if you can't come around at the weekends because you're seeing your friends, not a problem. It's not a problem. You know, as long as you're happy and having a good time, you know, then good luck to you. Good luck to you. Uh, and that's how we've, you know, we, you know, she normally calls me once a night or once we speak to each other nearly every day. So it's not a problem, is it? It's just letting her like fly, opening her wings a bit. Do you know what I'm saying? It's hard though, isn't it? You know, I mean, my yeah. daughter's 15, she'll be 16 in May. She's gone from coming every week to now coming every two weeks. Uh, and she's now wanting to spend more time at home so she can. Um, well, be with her friends, but also concentrate on her work because you know some of the other kids I've got are noisy. It's not easy for her to concentrate. I get it. I miss her, but I want her to have her own life. That's exactly um, what I'm saying. I said that I miss you dearly, but you do you do what you're doing. You go and enjoy yourself. I'll never ever stop her living her life. You know, it's like great. We went to Italy, see some of my family, and that was great. But then it'd be like, she's on about, she's going to go away this year with her friends. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. Just have a great time. And if there's anything else, you've got to call me. You know, she's got a list of numbers, believe it or not. She's got a list of numbers. I said, if you can't get me, you phone me. There's about five or six numbers she's got. You ring them. And if you can't get them, then you phone the police. But you phone mm. the first. You know, I'll some at the top. You can't get me. Cut my best. You know, you know, you know, I've got to tell you, Jake. She's, these people look after what I tried to explain to someone the other day, like when Mark was ill, <coughs> and, and I was supposed to have a bit of time off for work, and and I totally get it, like we were a bit understaffed, and you know, and I was I wanted to take Mark to the hospital, and I couldn't could, whatever, and, and you know, and I get it, my my other man go, well, I'm not really happy, so I totally get it. I said, well, don't worry, I'm coming in. I said, when well, I tried to explain, what you got to remember is though, my friends ain't like normal friends. My friends would actually go to prison for me, or and I would go to prison for them. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, I've got me mate Bert, <clears throat> uh, we go fishing together. Or I've got me mate uh, Peter, I see my... Now, these are people I've grown up with. And I know we're going back to Mark again. Well, see, when Mark was ill, it affected so many people. Like, <clears throat> like his... You know, you know, mom, yeah, I would like to talk about it a little bit, I suppose. Because it's like it happened so fast. I mean, again, I grew up with Mark. Like he was like he was fifteen when I first met him, and at fifteen he was a proper handful, and I was twenty. And it's just like so when we lost Mark, it was like it affected me more than <clears throat> losing my own mum. And it's and it, and it's like I'm, just, I'm looking at his thing there. It's like uh, you know you think you have at the. Uh, Oh bollocks! At his funeral, I got it. I got it tucked behind my boy, man. You know what I mean? So, 
But it's like, you know, and I, you know, it's just mad how, how things happen and people are going, well, you know, you've got to enjoy your life and, you know, Mark will want you to enjoy your life. I'm going, yeah, but I totally get that. But then sometimes I think I'd rather be up there with you, mate. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just, I think, I don't know, life backs you in a corner kind of thing. And that's, and that's, you know, that's kind of like how I feel at the moment. You know, it's it ain't good, but it's, you know, I'm still here and I'm still fighting. Do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I think I kind of owe you an apology because I don't keep in touch as much as I should. And, um, you know, I don't like bothering people. I don't like bothering, you know, I don't like bothering you. And, you know, I don't want to be that person that's like, you know, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? That's just not who I am. No, no, no. But it's different. It's different. It's like, you know, I was talking to my mate, um, uh, I normally go, I normally have uh, breakfast with my mate Mickey every Sunday. Mickey and Lee, two great guys. And it's like, when I speak to Mickey yesterday, he goes, oh, I was in intensive care the other day. I went, what do you mean? He goes, he got sepsis. And he's telling me, and I, and I felt so bad because just lately, I've not, you know, I went to Italy. And I missed about three weeks of this. We called it like Sunday Club. We had breakfast. We've been doing it for years, probably the last four years. <laughs> and I felt so bad because I think, like you just said, and I go, oh, you, said, you didn't know. I said, no, but I should have called you. Just like we normally text each other. Like you knew it was my mum's anniversary. Parents, they text me, like the stupid things. They're the things that keep men going, or men, men, women, whatever. It's not just about, you know, it's not just about men, I suppose, is it? But I just, I mean, I think women are stronger than blokes anyway, but it's, you know, different kind of a scenario. It is. And you, I could talk about mental health all day, you know. We could, you know, we, we could put a wide range on it, but yeah. at the end of the day, I'm not a woman. Yeah. I, I, I know some of the things that affect women, and I, you know, I, I try to learn more and more and more, but, you know, there are some things that I just don't understand. And I'm a you know, I'm a married man and I've got daughters, but there are some things that we'll never understand as, as, as guys. And women need women. Women need that sisterhood and that friendship. But men need that brotherhood yeah. And, yeah. and friendship. And you, the thing is, especially in the world we're living in right now, when you mention brotherhood, it winds people up the wrong way because they look at people like Tate and... Yeah, and it's like, well, no, that's not the way it is. You know, men should be allowed to be masculine, and men, you know, what is masculine anyway? But men should be allowed to do that. But men should also be allowed to be vulnerable, and you know, I'm murder, I'm murder tech. You know, if you ever see me, you, you know, if you want you get to see me, you know, I'm a nugger, I'm a massive hugger. Give everyone a hug. You know what I mean? And some people, but that's the way I've always been. It ain't me trying to show how big and strong I am. Because perhaps, you know what it is? Perhaps because that's what I want. I need a nut. That's what I'm saying. I need a nut. So you tend to do, you know, you go, you know, I'm murder. I can't, you know, and, I, and when, I, when, I, when I love my friends, and I do, I do truly love my friends. And I do, I go, it's just so, you know, and, and some people get it, but some people don't, you know. It's like, you know, some people think it's really time to go, oh, you know. It ain't like that, is it? If I like you, I like you. If I don't, I want to go near you. So there you go then. He's like catch twenty two. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's it's hard, isn't it? We 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 shouldn't. 
we shouldn't be afraid of being vulnerable. That I'm, you know, I'm very blessed that I've got a family and, and, and a wife that allow me to be vulnerable when I need to be vulnerable. It's, it's great, you know. I, I've, I've got a community of people that allow that, but still, you know. But I think what you're, you're getting at there is, and that, and I and I do like talking about it because I'm fine understanding. But I think what you do with certain people, you scare them because they're not used to showing that side. And that's, again, what we're trying to get across to people. It's okay not to be okay. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, I love one day, perhaps, you know, let's get, we'll all come up, we'll sit, I'll we'll sit with you. And I'll, I'll bring up this Adam, this Adam Hillaby. He ain't off, he's a life coach. He ain't off good. And, he, and he's saying, he's trying to put these, these schemes out there where for men, like working men, that we go in front of all these kind of, like, I don't know, it's time for what. So, like, 30 people on the building site, we go and sit there, we do like a seminar, tell a bit about this. The most majority of geezers are right. You know, they've all, they, they all know who I am. Do you know what I'm saying? In that kind of world, <clears throat> good or bad. And my, but when you sit there and you try and explain to me how you're feeling, it really scares people because they, they don't expect people like myself to be like that. You know, to think, I've always said it, big bad dog. I'm walking down the road, we're looking, he don't care, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you ain't got a clue. You know, I'm just like that little boy that's still lost. I miss my mum, I miss my dad, you know. And it is, you know, it's mum's mum's anniversary. And all over kept saying, oh, I'm every day since he died. He's, I'm sorry. My own son, I know people are going to know what for. Doesn't matter. But every, oh, it shouldn't have gone the way it did. So every day, I'm always saying sorry. And it's like, you know, I know him. I feel like that little boy that's lost. And I just want to run and see me mummy. Mummy, tell me it's going to be all right. You know, and I think a lot of people like that. But we're just too scared to show it. <clears throat> we get ourselves in pickles. We don't think we, there's any way out. And again, in the cold light day, when you look at it, you think, bloody hell, that wasn't that bad after, was it? Because we let things fester so much and you don't think there's a way back, and you'll get stuck down that hole, and you can't climb up. And that's, that's how I feel some days. And it's just really weird. It's, <laughs> you know, I had a bad week the other week. And whatever's going on back then, is still going on now. But I'm 10 times better this week, see what I'm saying? And whatever's going on, there's nothing that can't be fixed anyway. But it's how, how your mind kind of take, takes over. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can be our own worst enemy. Very, that's, very, that's very, very. But it's that imposter syndrome as well. It's like when we start doing well, and you know, I mean, I'm working on. Then you wait for it to go wrong because things are going all right. You wait for it to go wrong because that's what you think is going to happen. You know, exactly. We should be just enjoying it. Should just. Be, I mean, it's like I go. I'm still so close. We might, well, it should always be my, I call my, my mother, my mother-in-law, like Nick's mum. And I go around, it, but up till recently, I got in contact with my ex. Um, I was with a girl up in Newcastle, uh, 94, and met her in Benetton, things like that. And I got in contact with my ex-in-laws. And I went up there and I took Bella up there. And we sat in, we sat in their front room. And it was like the mum and the dad. And my ex-brother-in-law, what we were gutted about was my other, other brother-in-law, Lee, 
My friend, he got killed in a motorbike crash. Top Mutai fight on top. And it was a bit heartbreaking, really. But I was sitting in that front room and I felt safe. And I felt like I was that kid again. And I was remembering all them years ago when I was up there at the weekends, because that's what I was going backwards and forwards. And, you know, and the mad thing was, it was only when we were leaving that there's a big picture that's been up there for years when I was there. And it was my ex, my ex girlfriend, and she was in the picture. And we were there about five hours being better talking, blah, blah, blah. Excuse me. And then I went, oh, by the way, as Debbie. Oh, she's right. And the bomb, that was it. I never, you know, I've been up here since. I've had a weekend up there. And without being rude or ob, it was never about seeing my ex. It was just being around people that actually really cared for me. Do you know what I'm saying? And it was so nice, you know, in, you know, and it, and it was good good times up there. And I was up in Newton Acliffe and it was probably the, probably the best time I've ever had. It was before I come back and got involved in everything. Do you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, I met, I met this girl where I was, I was on holiday. I met a girl on holiday and all of a sudden I'm, I'm going up to Newcastle and it took me away from all the madness. And no one knew what I was about, you see. And so when I, and then I come back and it all just carried on, didn't it? You know, so... But it, what I'm just trying to say is to be up there with, I call her mum, but her name's Anne, Anne and Brian. It was like, it was fantastic. You know, like I could sit there, we sit having a cup of tea and, and I'm thinking, I so miss this, this, this feeling of being safe again, you know, like, you had your, you know, like my mum and dad there, they were like my in-laws and I felt safe. And then, unless you, I don't know, some people wouldn't even get it, but it's, you know, it was nice, and I, and I appreciate their time and the fact they even let me go back up there. Do you know what I'm saying? It was, it was lovely, lovely. I get it. You know, I, in, in my life, I've had two mums, my adopted mum and my own mum. I've, I've had relationships with both of them. Um, I lost my own mum back in 2017. Um, Don't mind. You know, um, to cancer, and then... Uh, my ad adopted mum, she wouldn't speak for years because I didn't want to be that burden because I knew that um, she was going to bury me. So I, I kept myself away from it and it really had a strain on our relationship. Um, and, you know, when I went off our mum's funeral, I, I went to see her, took my daughter with me and um, we... We kind of made sort of amends. I, I speak yeah. to my dad um, on occasion. I mean, they're old, you know. I mean, my dad's, uh, he, was, he was born three months into the war, so, no, you know, well, he's young. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that, I totally get that. So, I mean, the only... So I ain't got that. I haven't got that mother of a figure or father of a figure. So the only father of a figure I've got is a guy called Grantley Watkins, uh, who's one of the lead elders at our church, and he's the guy that, when I was in hospital, when when I was raw, uh, and everything was going mad, and I thought I'd cause the apocalypse, he was the one sat next to my bed holding my hand, praying for me. You know, and he's a figure, real positive force. And yeah. I, I haven't had that in such a long time. But we need yeah. that, you know, especially when it's, it's nice when the wife's mum comes down, love her bits. You know, she's an Eastbourne woman and she, she, she's little and she, you know, she's just great. 
and it's nice to have that motherly figure. I don't get to see it either, mate. So yeah. it's not it's not easy, is it, on blokes like us? No, I mean, We're not the same age, and it's I mean, I was around uh, me in laws yesterday, see like mum and, and John, and it's so funny, like like Nick's mum might say something. I went, oh my God. She goes, right. Well, you remind me so much of Nick when you do that. He said, I said, I go, don't do that. She goes, why? I said, do you want to punch you on the nose? You know what I mean? But he's like, you know, but no, I'm really lucky. They're, they're great. They're, you know, we are, we are, you know, we, one thing I've learned is I try never to take anything for granted. You know, they're great people. They've, you know, even though I split up with their daughter, which is probably six, probably six years, over six years ago now, we've all stayed close. You know, we've all like, like me and her mum and dad, like John, you know, we've all cut like Johnny, he's great stuff. And, you know, they'll always help me. And, it, and it's nice, you know, you know, nice to not feel on your own sometimes, you know, and it, it is, you know, obviously my mum, mum and dad are gone and my brother's Danny Portsmouth, you know, <laughs> and it's, you know, you know, we've just got to try and get on with things the best we can now, ain't it? So, but, you know, but I'd definitely, I'd love to, I'd love to, to introduce you to this Adam Monday. Because you you'd get you you're very much alike you two, you know. And he's and he's he's like he's got lots of wisdom. I mean he's had an hard time as well. I think <clears throat> that's as people that we can give advice because we've been there. The, 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 I think the people that make me laugh <laughs> are the ones <coughs> that go to college, they come out of college and then they think they can do counselling. And he said, Listen, we couldn't all learn it out of a book. But you, you ain't going to get better than finding that real life. Because you know what it's like. Sleeping on the park bench for a couple of days. I slept on the gym floor for 18 months. You know, things like that. <laughs> but, you know, then that, but that was my life, you know. And it's, you know, it's, it, has it made me a better person? Well, I'd like to think so. But it's definitely taught me a lot of, you know, like lessons, life's lessons. And that's why I try and, you know, I try and, let people know where I'm coming from, you know. That's why I've definitely mellowed out a little bit, but, you know, if you want to find out, you can still have a go, I suppose. <laughs> I, I think know. it's about resilience, isn't it, mate? It's like, they say resilience builds warriors. And we live in a world now where kids have not been taught that, you know. Um, I not teaching by any way. Yeah. You know, but the way that we was brought up, it, it was, we were taught resilience. Um, you missed one thing we were taught that, and you know what word I'm going to say, respect, mate. No one's talking no respect nowadays, mate. And, uh, you know, we've got to be careful what we say here, because you don't be like, you know, we're welcoming, we, 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 you know, it's quite a deep kind of conversation tonight. But we're going to be a pair of old fuck, we don't respect, but it's so true. I see the police every day down at Ridley Road, like in the market or wherever. They've got a faintness task. But when we grew up, if you upset the cop, you've got to kick up the arse. Or then when you went and told your mum and dad, you bit, they give you a smack and all. But there's hmm. no respect for anything nowadays, is there? Nothing. Not even kids to parents, parents to kids. So, and that's, and that's the battle we're fighting. So, Different know. level, though, isn't it? It's like, yeah, I mean, I've been violent in my time and you've been violent in your time, but it's kids killing kids, stabbing kids. I just don't think they understand 
the, the damage they're causing each other. You know, again, old farts. You know, <clears throat> looking at video games. My dad used to say that. Or you, you watch too many videos or you watch play too many video games. I don't listen. One people stabbing each other. No one's a fucking surgeon, are they? They don't know what they're doing. You know, and I just don't think... And, and, it, and then we go from that. From that one thing, how many families does it destroy? You know, you see something like that or knives, stabbings, beatings, muggings. You see all that acting nearly... Once a day, you see something happen where we are. And it's such a shame. It really is. But what you do, mate, as you say, resilience to us, because I think it's a shame what we've got used to. Because people go, oh, no, I'm just used to it. But what with it? So it was. And people, I've seen people like shaking. And oh, what's the matter? Did someone, oh, I see a fight. So what are you on about? Put yourself together. But you just don't realise it's not. You know, some people ain't born like that, are they? It's just, you know, well, we, I wouldn't say we were lucky, definitely, but it's just, I suppose, we put ourselves in, you know, the battle zone. We only got out of it what we put in, you know? So I think we've, I think we've only got ourselves to blame anyone when it comes to that. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's what life deals with you, isn't it? I mean, I, I speak to a lot of people. You know, and a lot of people like myself that have lost family members to violent crime. You know, I remember getting that phone call uh, telling me that, that, that Liam Dean had, had, had um, you know, he had lost his temper and, and what he did to my two-day-year-old niece and that she was, you know, hanging on for her life and then at five days, you know, she, she couldn't fight anymore. Mm. And he was 21 years old, mate. And everybody was like, he was this evil guy, this evil guy, this evil guy. And he was this scared 21-year-old kid um, that lost his fucking temper, ended up getting life and ended up getting stabbed to death by his rapist cellmate after less than a year in prison. And I wanted to hate him. You do, don't you? You, you, you know, you see that You've said the story to me, right? Straight away, I think, and I'll tell you, you know, you think that's karma. But as you break it down, you know, as you said, he's a 21-year-old kid. He's lost his... Oh, my God, not saying it's... Oh, my God, I'm not saying it's right. But you you just try and understand things, you know what I'm saying? What, What was going on in his head? Why did he do it? Why? But then the bottom line is he did what he did. He, and the, and he paid the price, didn't he? With his life. Yeah, because um, that, you know, is that is that what you call karma? You exactly. I mean, I remember when it happened, right? And you had all these fucking keyboard warriors on on like Facebook and stuff. Oh, good, you know, John Westland is is a hero for what he did. Well, no, he was selfish. He he, he denied a family of answers that they desperately needed, you know, yeah. especially my sister, okay. you, you know, who, who, who was a kid. Um, he, he, over a 50 quid spy step, mate, 50 quid spy step, right? And the guy that murdered him, he, he was in there for um, raping a 50-year-old woman. Oh, that might, yeah. It's yeah, a world. Yeah, because you start going, 
you know, once you start talking like that, you, you start talking kind of different things. It's a different language, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, as you said, the keyboard warriors get on there because they, it's only what, you know, not what you said, but it's only what you said. It's not what they know. It's not what we know. You know, prison life is a different life, isn't it? And it's like, <clears throat> you know, in some people's eyes, that fella done done a good day because he killed him because of what he did. But as you said, there's, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, I'll probably would have edged for the other fella. But I mean, it's like, but once you start realising there's so much more to it, you know, you know, and it's not, I don't know, it's, you know, things like they confuse me. Because the bottom line, you think, why? Why did he do it? Why? Why? And as you said, there's no ex ex explanation there, is there? Because you never, you know, not that perhaps you wanted to. I mean, again, you said this earlier, the truth will set you free. But sometimes you're better off not knowing the truth, you know what I'm saying? Because the truth fucking hurts and holds. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, mate, it does, it does. It doesn't just hurt, it burns right deep. Yeah. You know, That's I talk a lot about forgiveness. Oh, I can't get me around that one yet. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I mean, I've got to go, my, I'm not going to say no, no, but I've got my friend. He took me the power of forgiveness. I mean, I've seen him forgive some people and, and I'll say to him, I go, can't get me around that one yet. Getting it, understanding it. You know, and sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'll drop that one out there. You know, I'll leave that now. But I'm not, I'm forgiving you. But I'm just saying, yeah, okay, we, you know, it's, it's done there. Let's just walk away. But it's, it's a powerful man that can do that, you know. It's not, and that's where my weakness comes into it. So I'm not, I'm not strong enough yet. And, you know, I haven't got that belief yet to say sorry to people. Mind you, a lot of people out there, you know, don't really give a fuck about me anyway. So what's the problem? So, you know, it, it is what it is, isn't it? So, look, at the end of the day, <sighs> Who's it going to affect more, me hating someone? <laughs> Is it going to affect them? Because I'm pretty sure that they can't give a fuck about me. You know, yeah. It's going to affect me. And it's going to affect you. Now it's getting deep now, ain't it? It's like, <laughs> I don't go too deep, but I'll show my lawyer about something. Don't just, just say, I don't know. I can't, don't want to talk about you. But a lawyer, the only one he affected was me. Everyone was else doing their stuff, carrying on, and me, Dom, I'm, I'm, Dom, I'm so loyal that I just couldn't do what everyone else was doing because I was showing my loyalty to a friend of mine. And in the end, I'm thinking, I'm the only one that's losing out because no one fucking cares. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, sometimes you got to think, what about me? Do you know what I'm saying? What about me? Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, who's there when you've got an axe in your head? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> there, and I was like, you know, going with that. And I, I still use that as a reminder. You know, I do, you know, ain't many days I go, go <clears throat> you know, when I get, you know, I get at me praying a little bit sometimes still, I went, yeah, walk away. You know, because it's, 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 I need that reminder sometimes, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you know, I'm just, I'm just happy. And so I'm not happy, but I'm just happy doing what I'm doing now, you know. Don't want to go back to what it used to be like. Uh, but it is what it is, mate. I don't think anybody wants to be like that anymore, especially at our age. I mean, I, 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 I don't know about you. About oh, someone said that to me. Someone said to me about you getting too old. I said, I'm fucking too old. You know, it really annoys me that. I said, 
beat me a fucking self. I can still do what I've got to do, and I've done it. Don't worry about that. And I'm thinking, but it is true. I suppose as you get a little bit older, you start feeling a little bit more vulnerable. These youngsters are running around like 20, 30 years old. And even the kids out there, they're not kids anymore. They're all like built, built like big shit houses. You know, say, so how old are you, mate? I'm 17. I went, what the fuck? You know, arms as big as my legs and things like that. And that's what, so when I'm muck about with them kids, you can't fuck about with them kids. So you've got to let them know you're still the boss. You know, I'll do that, you know, when I'm up about and down the gym or whatever, you know, that was always my best quality. I used to be so spiteful. So don't worry, I'll just give you a little nip. Let you know I'm still there, you know. So, but yeah, it's scary out there now. It's scary. It's, it's, it's so scary, you know what I mean? You've got kids, <laughs> kids killing kids. I mean, the, the amount of times I've been vulnerable, I was a vulnerable person on, on county lines, you know, sat in a crack house falling asleep, you know, could have been robbed, could have been anything, you know, it's yeah. only like God's will that I wasn't, you know, and there are times when it's been so close. Um, I, I, I hear that in the World well, Workers' Hostel, it'd be like, you know, went to you the week and they all fell asleep, they robbed me, they robbed me. So you know what they've been up to, they've had their little thing, their fix, and then when they're, they're, when they're sitting there mung down, they've all, you know, broken up, their shoes are missing, their wallet's gone, their Best one's the phones. Every day something, I've, I've, I've lost my phone. And he see the bloke down and walk down the road with his phone. He go, no, he sold it then. You got a tenner for it, you know, wanted a bit of whatever. And it is funny, it, it, you know. But it, I don't know, it's just a dog eat dog world out there at the moment, ain't it? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, mate. I'm just, I am getting old. I, I've, I've felt old for a long time, but it's like, you know, I, I can't keep up anymore. I don't want to keep up anymore. You know, I, I, I'm going to have one more fight. I'm going to have one more fight, and I'll keep saying, you know, I thought I'd boxing made last year. And I'll have one more because I want to do coincide with a book coming out. I made a deal that I've got, you know, I'm about 20 odd stone at the moment. I made a deal. I've got to be 18 stone by July. So I've got a thing. And it is, it's, a lot of it's just for me now, do you know what I mean? To prove to myself that. You know, age is just a number. Do you know what I'm saying? It's good luck. Like, when I get on the pads in the gym and I let my hands go, I'm still the only one that eat the gym stops and they look. Do you know what I'm saying? And I don't, I'm not being big-headed or anything like that. We've had this conversation every time. You know, I was a world-class fighter. <laughs> I just got involved in things I shouldn't have done. Didn't listen to the right advice. And then my life would have been totally different by now. But it wasn't. I thought I knew better and got me ass back for it, didn't I? So... But then what I'm saying about the age thing. It's like you keep hearing people saying age is just a number, and it's so true. It's so true. It's like you know, you know, can't keep a can't keep a good man down, mate. Well, I mean, I, I said for the past couple of years, I I got one last fight in there. You know, I I, I want to fight, want to fight, and then every time I get like that, right, my knees shot, um, my Left elbow shot. Um, I went ass over tick just before Christmas and broke my right elbow. Yeah, but uh, I, I totally get that. Listen, I'm going to say two minutes about my, was it appendages or whatever they called it. But I just got to keep going. Like, I'll get on the pad and I like, one thing I do, I like eating pads, right? And I eat them hard, you know, because that's why with the spa, I was never the best sparring because I didn't want to spar, I just want to beat everyone up. And if, you know, but what I'm saying is it's like, 
So when I eat them pads, I can eat massages I can, hard as I can. And then, because then when, God forbid, you do come in a situation, when I let my hands go, it's going to be exactly like doing the pads, as hard as I can. And, it, and it's like, I couldn't, you know, again, I'm quite lucky. I said earlier, I've got a fellow called Warren Barnes. And like the day we did about eight rounds, eight threes on the pads. Great, he's still there. He's still there. You know, and it's, you know, obviously I'm not as good as I used to be. I think I eat a lot harder now because I obviously count a bit more weight. But he's like, you know, what'd you do? What'd you do? We can't keep standing early. We can't keep thinking about yesterday, can we? You know, we've got to go forward now. And, you know, one more for the road. You exactly. Better be, you better come for that one, Jack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, I went for a full-body MOT the other day. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, and like, it, it goes... Um, you, you're looking well. I'm like, cheers. Because he, he saw me when I was like eight yeah. stone, six stone. Right? And he's, he's going, you, you put a bit of weight on. I'm going, yeah. He's going, what are you now? I said, oh, about 15. And he's going, no, you're not. You're 17, mate. Well, that's good, isn't it? 17 stone. And it's like, over 10 stone in, in like, what, eight years. I always struggle this time of year because it's this time of year. The other day was when it, when my health really started going really bad, yeah, yeah. you know, eight years ago. And then obviously, um, March the 9th, it all went tits up. Um, so I, I, I get a bit, what's the word, Philo- philosophical yeah, 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 yeah. around this time, time of year. Um, I, I don't find it easy. My mental health does suffer, you know. Um, I've wanted to write a load of books, of, you know. Lately, I think I've got one that's nearly finished. Um, I, but I beat myself up about that. I know I'm like, oh, I could have written 20 books, could have written 30 books, you know. Yeah, but, uh, it's, but, but it's about quality, mate, not quantity. Well, you, you know. That's uh, what you tell the girls that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell the wife that, but, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, uh, what, 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 what do we do? You know, it's like, you just got to soldier on in it and just hopefully have conversations. Jack, for all these years, that's the first time I've kind of seen a bit of stags of thing you're there, mate. You know, yeah, you can't beat yourself up about that, mate. It's, I think, you know, you've been a writer as such. You know, yeah, be there when it be there. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I'm not really good at writing. You know, it's like I've seen, you know, going like, <coughs> you know, working alongside. You know, that being written, I'm like, like Jamie Boyle, I've seen what he's done, and he's cracked out some good books. Uh, and even just watching Karen, like she, she's never written a book in her life, but it's just something we said we'd do together. You know, this is what I like. People going, oh, do you think people get the answer? No, well, this is this is my project. This isn't mm. me book. This is me, like Karen. She's gone and done the artwork. She's gone to people and asked for their stories. So it, ain't, it was a non-entity, do you know what I'm saying? It's more... Mm. My, my chapter, but I've got about a page. That's why I just said, look, we're writing this book, you know, thanks to Karen. And it's, you know, basically it's like dedication to people, you know, like, you know, we've got some good people in there. Because, you know, like, like, obviously Ricky's done that and done some bits. Coogan, you know, um, just trying to think. Uh, you know, Ricky Grover. He, I love Ricky Grover, mate. He's done the forward to it. He's done the forward to my book. And it is, it's just, he's, oh, no, Ricky's known me for years. What was the character that he did? 
he was a good fighter, Rick. Rick was a great fighter, tough as old boots, him, you know. And it's just, you know, it's just a different kind of book, you know. You know, I'm quite, I feel quite lucky. It's like, you know, really, again, I'm bringing up this Mark thing again. It's like, I met, like, we've all shown a friend of mine, Jim Emmons. Um, I've got a friend, a great friend, that come out. I was, his name's James, James Smith. Um, Parkstone, they run a big um, paving company. You want your garden done in Essex, Parkstone's a place to go. But he come out of the blue and he was like, Don, how are you, mate? And I'm like, oh, my God. I was supposed to have bloody lunch with him um, yesterday, but I've got, I had to go do something in the end. And he's like, these people, you know, these people come out of the woodwork and save my life. And I don't, you know, realise it just by saying, how are you today, mate? How are you getting on? Because that's, again, getting back to that again, that's all we need, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's really funny when we talk to you, because I'll try and start off with one story, and then before you know, it's like a pinball thing. And it, but it normally comes back to the same thing at the end, doesn't it? So, but I'm, I'm, I'm very gifted, to be honest with you. I like when my friends are going, it's like, like, I don't know if I said before, I was pals with a fella called uh, Kevin Mitchell, and he's called him the outlaw. Like, we boxed three times. And he, you know, we met last year at, at the O2 for lunch. It was just so good to sit there and talk about different things like the kids, this and that. And it wasn't about fighting. It was just about, like, I oh, remember this, do you remember that? Do you remember? And it was good, you know. And sometimes I think we have to sit back and take stock of things sometimes. Because before you know it, we've gone past it, ain't we? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I know what you mean. It's like, you know, I, I, I like conversations like this. These these conversations are, 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 are you know, the, it's what makes sort of live on drugs because it's just, um, and it's, it's, it's what makes my books. And it's what, you know, because it's raw. It's raw. It's not planned. It's not a script. <laughs> well, that's. At least I always remember the first time we'd done it eight ago. And when people go, Do you need any questions? I said, No, I don't need nothing. Don't need, I'd rather just leave this, you know, one thing about me, you know, when I get going, it's hard for me to stop anyway. It's like, uh, you know, and it's just different with you. It's like, you know, even though I'm talking to you, know, I feel like I'm just talking to you. I know people are listening. There might be one or two listening, but, you know, it's like, you know, it's just good. It's just good to talk to you, Jack. And I mean that. It's like you know, the years we've known each other. You know, it's just funny. What well, you know, sometimes you think, well, we should have done more together anyway. You know, and it's. I think it's laziness on my part. No, no, no. It's, it's it, I'm working. It's like even me being here today was it like quite because normally I'll get back and go. I've got to go and do something. Or mm. go, again, I was supposed to meet James yesterday. Just finished one meeting, and then I've got to go back into town. Back to the hospital, sort something out. Like, oh, bloody hell. There's just not enough hours in the day anymore, you know? So. No, I mean, I, I love doing this, mate. I love doing this. I don't know, I love speaking to you because it's just, it's always honest. Well, I think you know, really, I became honest now. I would be honest and I would always portray honesty. Um, yeah, and I think we know each other well enough that you know you could probably say something to me that I didn't like and I'm not going to get down. Because, uh, uh, this is the fourth time I've said it because the truth will set you free. You know, if you've got something to say and I don't like it, it's probably because you're right anyway. You know what I'm saying? Well, exactly, exactly. I, I, you know, 
you know what I mean? I like the fact that there are people that will come on and watch, and I've got people that come on and watch every week, week in, week out. They support me week in, week out. There's people like you that, you know, from, from the sidelines that support me, um, and that's great. But if people didn't show up, I'd still do it. And yeah. I have done. Because... Yeah, but it's your passion, isn't it? You love it, and it's great. It's great that you've got something that you love that you can do. It's great, you know. It's like, you know, it's a gift. And you you are gifted. You are good at what you do, you know. When you don't get the old beep beep pop pop going on, the old what's it called? Was it Mick Collier, wasn't it? Collier, what was that? Hip up, hip up, hip up. Oh, <laughs> no, oh, it's yeah. good though. It's good, but as you say, this is something like talking to you in your back room kind of thing. It's great. This is, but that's what I think it'd be great if you got us all there one day round the table and we'd all just fire into each other. I think that's great, you know. Well, arrange it, mate. I mean, I live what. Listen, no, I'll, 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 I'll drive up, mate. I don't know, I'll drive up. It wouldn't bother me, you know what I mean? I said, I'll bring that Adam up. He's really, you know, honestly, you two are so alike. You're Let's do alike. it. Let's do it. I live about nine miles outside Norwich. We've got oh, epic studios in Norwich. I'm going to stay in a, you know, a place called Albrough. Yeah, that's not far from yeah. here. Well, I was, I was up there last weekend, or the weekend before, right. for the weekend. My mate's got an house there, beautiful house. And I love it there because it's going, like, going back in time. You know, no one knows me. I walk down the road, get a coffee, you know, a bit of breakfast, to sit there, watch, sit on the beach for an hour with my music on. It's great, fantastic. Yeah. So we do it then, mate. We have to do it, yeah? Yeah, well, you know, I live in a place called Wyndham. It's the, you know, the, the, the most exciting being here was when John Travolta was filming down the road and he came into the co-op and everybody was like, oh, it's John Travolta, you know. <laughs> Don't worry, um, I'll be walking into the supermarket and go, fuck that WD just hide the till. You know what I mean? Security? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. There's a studio in, in, in Norwich uh, where Jack mate Plink films. Um, oh. Let's go there, yeah, get a few of us together. Let me speak to Adam and we get chuck a few dates in the pot and we see when uh, you're about him up. And we do something, you know what I mean? So it'd be good for both of you guys, a bit more, you know, more faces on, on your, your podcast thing. It'd be good. Yeah, it, it would. I mean, you know, I'm really pushing on with this now. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't ever stop, mate. Don't ever stop. It's just that, you you, you know, you, you get people that... Yeah, but bottom line is, fuck them. You're doing, you're doing, you're on a mission. What's it, the Blues Brothers? You're on a mission, a mission from God. On a mission from God, yeah. But you're doing this, like you, and as much as I, I, you know, I'd like to think perhaps talking tonight, one or two people might have got where we're coming from, maybe. You know what I mean? I know we're, you know, I know I'm a bit mixed up, but it's like, so talking to you, it's like diluting the situation for me, you know. And I said before, I've not got near. Because I want to get any fans, or I don't think I'll get any because I want to talk to you because I haven't spoke to you for a while. And I feel lucky that you let me on your show. And that's it. I'm, you know, I said before, the amount of people get on shows because they're their ego. It'd be, I was on science. I was, listen, if you want <coughs> if you want to hear about violence and stuff like that, go and look at the podcast I've done like 10 years ago. You know, I mean, there's, that's all the violence you, you know, you can handle. This is different now, isn't it? It's yeah. like, you're trying to get on a better, better way of living now. You know, violence. I've, you know, I know I, I've got was it, I've got the encyclopedia on that. You know, this is this is what's harder for me now, being the way I am. You know, because you know, 
different ways of handling things, ain't there? Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. I mean, it's, it's just nice to be... I handle things like this. And, you know, this is my therapy. This is my catharsis. You know, uh, occasionally I'll get a... a, a, a you know, a, a, you know, somebody that I really admire. You know, I admire everybody that comes on, but pretty much. But yeah, I mean, I had Chesney Arcs on the other week. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. That's great. I listened to that. It's good. It was. Yeah. And he's like, he's brilliant. I love it. Anyway, what a good singer. Anyway, it's, you know, he's had a funny old life. Ain't he? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, look how happy he was. Look how good he was. You know what? You know, but look how good you two were together. It was, and he's running kind of an interesting thing. I can't, probably can't remember what we talked about now. But I remember listening to it. And I think because I, I, I don't laugh. I was listening to Dan the car got it on my podcast. <laughs> I am the one and only. Yeah. <laughs> but brilliant. But, but, I was oh, thinking that all day before that. No, but we've kept in touch. Hey? We've kept in touch. Hey, brilliant. You know, I've had so many, you know, I've worked, you know, I've worked on some pretty big films and stuff like that. And I've had people that, that tickle your ego that are like, yeah, 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 we'll help you and we'll do this and we'll do this and we'll do this. And you think, actually, you know, it might, it might be happening, it might be happening, it might be happening, and then you don't hear anything from them. But with Chesney, it's like, I love you, Jack, because of what you do. We do pretty similar things. I really want to help you. Um... And he's, he's reading my work. He's listening to my work. Um, he gave me his contact details. I've got his well, address. You're going to do this thing with a mate. He's got to be there. Got, I want Chesney sitting next to me with digestive biscuits. Otherwise, there's trouble. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he lives in LA now, but he does oh, well. come over a lot. He does come over a lot. He does all these like festivals and stuff. I thought it was it was a great interview, mate, and he came across great, and you come across like you normally do. He was lovely, and his fans are great. Yeah, no, he done really well, mate. It was good. It was good. It was easily listening as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's nice to have things like this. You know, I I live for conversations like this, but just to sit down and have a nice little fun thing to find out something about somebody that I grew up watching. And, you know, the fact that I got to talk to him about the film that he made and the reason why it made me want to become a filmmaker. Yeah, um, yeah. Th that was it for me. Um, yeah. And it was nice and fun and it was easy listening. Um, and then I go from that to this, but... Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. I, I don't... Brilliant. I do care whether people listen. I want people to listen, of course I do. And I want people to subscribe, uh, The Accidental Journalist on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, well, the accidental journalist on YouTube. Yeah, the accidental journalist on YouTube or JW Greg on TikTok. JW <laughs> Greg, or, but accidentally journal, accidental journalist on YouTube. Yeah, is that the one? Okay. I think, yeah. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> people know who I am. People watch. It's great. But um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. It's nice to have a conversation. It's nice to have a conversation. I don't want to sit there. I ask questions to a lot of people, um, but I always prefer it when it's like this. I, you know, I'm a, getting adept to asking questions, um, yeah. you know, but I, I don't want, yeah, yeah, I do want that, but I, I, I want to be able to be myself and doing this, speaking to people like you, getting you on air again. And I, I, <laughs> Once the next book comes out in June, and we definitely jump on again, and I'll perhaps I'll get Karen on, 
who's helped us, yeah. you know, and it's her, it's her kind of project. It's not, you know, I didn't want anybody thinking I was putting anybody's noses out of joint. Of it. This was just, uh, you know, like you're doing a project ourselves. It wasn't me writing another book with someone else or we got a new author, you know, again, because if that was the cut, I know, I know about the game the third time I spoke about it with Jamie, he'd done a great thing with my, my second book. So this was just going, I was sitting there talking about it, talking about it. And I said, well, I've got this idea, and Cameron, I can help you with that. I can go and speak. And then I said, well, and obviously she's gone. She's, she's done all the work on it. And it says, you know, we've, self, uh, we've got some people that are putting the money up to publicate the book, publish it. So, you know, obviously we've got to work that out. Yeah, and it's not like, you know, it's, you know, I'm not paying for it. So, you know, which is quite handy. So in June, keep your eye out for, I can't remember, what about me? It's called, what about me, it's called. So, right, Jake, I want to go now. I want to go, I want to go and do my hair. So. <laughs> yeah, I want to go and um, watch yeah. some telly with the missus. That's, yeah, that's what we like to do. Yeah, mate, I mean that. And listen, I hope everybody's enjoyed it. I know it's been a little bit deep tonight. You know, we'll save all the violent stories for another time. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. All right, all right, brother. I'll speak right, to you soon, mate. Love Take you, mate. Care. Thanks, mate. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Well, what can I say, guys? It was a bit unexpected. Um, yeah, it was nice to be able to catch up with Dom. Um, not seeing him for a while. Um, it's just nice that uh, to be able to get him on and it's always open and honest and a bit raw. Um, and I'm going to make no apologies for that. But, um, yeah, um, I think it's Lee Mayo next week, um, next Monday. Uh, so, yeah, um, I'm going to go and uh, grab some coffee and go and watch some murder stuff with the wife. But, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, as always, guys. Um, love to you and yours uh, and I'll speak to you again soon bye